Jason Navarra invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Today, it's only been out a day, and already the Shane Warne doll is cheating on its manufacturer. Full details ahead. The problem of spam solved. Is our panel operator, as he claims, the man of a hundred voices? We'll finally find out, and the results ain't pretty. What's the wacky governor of South Australia up to now? Job interviews gone horribly awry. We find out what's really in Nougat. The Australian space program. How's that going to work? Five, four, three, two. Oh, hang on, I didn't cancel the paper. <laughs> we get live on the dance floor with shocking results. Yes, and joining us an hour too, Dave Graney's here as you challenge us to name this tune. Tony's palms are sweaty, knees weak, <laughs> arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater, Marlton spaghetti. I can't deny it, so why not spend your mid-afternoon with the team from Get This grappling with the big picture on Triple M. I have known many uh, who uh, have to grapple with this. I admire their stoicism and they need recognition. They also also need help. Minute work. Who can it be now? That's what people who haven't tuned into this time slot on Triple M for a couple of weeks are probably wondering who are these gentlemen nattering on? Uh, yes, it's not Shane Bourne, it's just me. Hey ho. It's me, Tony Martin. We've got Ed Cavalier. Hey. That really hurts in the headphones, I can tell you. <laughs> Pushing those buttons, Richard Marslin. Oh. oh. It's a bit harsh. Oh dear, he's gone himself. Why, Rich? Yeah. I don't What's know. happened, Tony? Well, I don't know. Well, I have to say, if you are new to the time slot, it's amazing. We've only been on here for a couple of weeks. Mm. Already the mid-afternoon listenership mm. are developing quite a fascination with our panel operator, Richard Martin. Our blogs have gone crazy. Strange. <laughs> they should set their sights higher. Facebook pages popping up all over. Oh, I've got Boom. to get on there. Community television switchboards lit up. That's right. Bananas. And a lot of Bananas. people impressed by your range of impressions. Who, which is your leading card in the impression caper? Well, we've been working on Peter Cundall. Yeah. Yeah, and that's proving to be difficult. Mm. Um, also, we've been playing around with Ringo Starr. Yeah, Ringo Starr was abandoned months ago. Look at this. an amazing Desmond Tutu. <laughs> <laughs> Do an incredibly accurate Yngwie Malmsteen. I don't, but nobody knows. But Crack out some Yngwie. <laughs> he needs a guitar. He needs a... Yeah. 12-string guitar for that. Yeah, Look at this. These are all emails, dozens and dozens of emails from people saying, when is Richard going to do his George Harrison? Oh, yes. Mm. Been promising. We worked out Paul McCartney was up there mm-hmm. and John Lennon was back there. But where was George Harrison? It's a mystery. Okay, you promised you were going to do it on Monday's show. Yep. So I've been watching some old um, YouTube videos and what have you. Yeah, yeah. Just been watching that Beatles anthology on DVD. Yeah. Over and over. Just trying to, I don't know, get a handle on the George Harrison thing. You were supposed to stay behind and not leave the station premises until you had laid down some George Harrison with Matty D. Yeah, I know. I know. Now, he's told me to play this tape, but you're... Well, I didn't... <laughs> what? I, I, haven't, I haven't approved this. Yeah. Oh... Maddie said you I'd, got a bit drunk. Uh, yeah, and when uh, Richard gets uh, drunk, uh, listeners, yep. he might sound mild-mannered and South Australian. Yeah, yeah, I but when he gets uh, drunk, he's, yeah. he's like a footballer. There's vomiting, there's ugliness. Mad there's Monday. Often uh, off-mic New Zealand policeman for no reason berating him. <laughs> so you've got a clip here of, of well, a, a Beatles documentary that apparently claim uh, contains... I didn't even know this was in here. You've labelled it one of your sneaky labelling. Oh, sneaky labels. A definitive George Harrison. Want to have a listen? Yep. Here it is. It's undoubtedly Park Lane's week of the year. All the signs here that the expected arrivals are the Beatles coming to the Dorchester for the Variety Club show business luncheon. Oh, look, it's me, George Harrison. If you've got money, you don't expect to have to fight your way into the Dorchester. Unless you're so famous that you can't move your army of fans. George and Paul, and of course Ringo and John, were safe at last. With Variety Club's British founder, CJ Latter, Steptoe and Son. Uh, where's Blakey, Steptoe? You old A few days before this event, Mr. Latter had received the CBE. I'm real! Oh, oh you dirty mongrel! For the moment, the big gathering of entertainment VIPs concentrated on the lunch. I'm George Harrison. Bring me a crate of LSD, or I'll start playing the f- Sita. Hope it didn't taste like the mercy. Opposition leader Harold Wilson wasn't opposing anybody just now, just polishing up his wit for the benefit of everybody later on. Hey, hey, Wilson, here's one for you. Pull my finger. <laughs> Sorry, I, I went early. I'm George Harrison. Cuckoo, cuckoo. 
That's meant to be George Harrison. It just well, sounded like you drunk, Richard. How embarrassing. I didn't want to play that. Chucking all over it the was, mics. It was undercooked. <laughs> it was undercooked. <laughs> yeah, right. Jeez. Get out of the way, you trollops. Yeah. I gave that step-toe guy a bake as well. Yeah, yeah. he did. It's about time. He's out of coming. Those clips are from a fantastic documentary about the Beatles. And I didn't realise that I think the biggest audience they ever played or the crowd, the biggest crowd that ever met them, uh, you know, at the airport was in Adelaide, where you're from. That's true. John Martin's, the famous department store, no longer there in Adelaide, brought them to town. And the biggest ever crowd, King William Street, was just chock-a-block with people. got a clip of that. Have a listen. Perhaps surprisingly, their visit to Australia brought with it the biggest crowds they had yet experienced. It's estimated that when they visited Adelaide, 300,000 people, more than half the population of the city, turned out to welcome them. One 13-year-old was so enthusiastic, she was found on the outside of the hotel, eight floors up, trying to climb the wall to reach their sleeping quarters. I'm Richard. <laughs> you Beatles have funny hair. Paul is so the cutest. Um, do you think Dick York or Dick Sargent is better at being Darren on Bewitched? I can't choose. <laughs> wow! That's actual footage of Richard Marsland. Are you a Dick York man or a Dick Sargent man? Definitely on the Dick Sargent camp. Big Back time. in the days when he was a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> All right, do you reckon that's... You've blossomed since then. Thank you. Well, let's stop the flood of emails, you reckon? fine lady boy I see before me. (laughs) Let's go to some music, some actual music. Here, get this. Thank you very much, Powderfinger. I don't remember. Here, get this on Triple M. Around, uh, well, the good bits of Australia, let's say that. Yeah. Um, Looking for the big stories in the news, the bombshells. Look at this... uh you know, Warney doll. What do you make oh, of that? Yeah. The Booney doll was a big hit. That's right. And then the uh, Beefy doll. The Beefy one, yeah. Which mm. was uh, Beefy Botham. And you can put them together. And they're quite creepy as well because they go all year round. Oh, yeah, yeah, And in yeah. fact, they can chime up at four o'clock in the morning, in the morning on some idle, you know. <laughs> that would happen a lot. I'd be uh, yeah. asleep in the room and, and from the living room I'd hear, where's me thongs? <laughs> Not even during cricket season. <laughs> Booney's after me. What does the Warney one say? I think he says... uh, Four o'clock in the morning, what does he say? He says, uh, there is absolutely no truth in that one. uh, We're good friends and that's it. And also, I apologise for any embarrassment this may have caused my family and my teammates. And whatever he says as well, Simone Warne, the Simone Warne doll, immediately refutes. It's an amazing piece of merchandise. Certainly is, although I hear that the Warney... How long has it been out? Just a day. I think it's just come out. It's already been caught cheating. Been spotted with the Fosters, apparently. That's That's what they're saying. (laughs) And Jemima Khan, he's denying that that was true. Yeah. I'd like to think it was true, she's though. she's hot. Why not, you know, talk it up? And she's sort of posh. <laughs> yeah. You know, imagine her out with her girlfriends. They're going, who are you dating now? You know, you, you had that Hugh Grant. Oh, he's quite, uh, he's the fop, isn't he? No, no, I'm not dating him anymore. <laughs> there was that uh, Imran Khan. He was, yeah, he's into politics now. He's a big yeah. wig in Lahore. No, no, I'm off him. So who is it? Who is it, Jemima? Well... <laughs> Have a look at this doll. Oh! <laughs> Plonk down on the table. David that's, Boone? That's it. Oh, no. Shame worn. That's the old one. Oh, shame worn. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great just showing your relatives? I know, I was with Imran, yeah, and I yeah. was sort of the princess of uh, whatever. Princess of whatever, That's time. right. Officially the princess of whatever. <laughs> but now, Mum, wow. check this out. Did Imran have one of these? Nah. <laughs> you got nothing. He's only got credibility. So you can, you Who like wants your that? You uh, like your mum. I'm all about your mama. Can't do can do. Oh, no. Hey. hey. Tomorrow, hold, keep the powder dry on the puns till Friday. You know how it works, Rich. <laughs> Look at these photos. They're going, oh, the last photos of Princess Di. It's just like the back of her head. It could be anyone. Does anyone really want to see that? Why is that on the front of the paper? Mm. I don't know. There's no joke we can say that's uh, suitable for this time slot. <laughs> But they're having an inquest, yeah. yeah. Mm. But why? They're running all the conspiracy theories up the flagpole for one last time. Yeah, but do nutbags get to go in and have their day in court and say what they think happened? I'd like to think so. Just doty Fayed and a sort of uh, coterie of nutbags. <laughs> from guys with colanders on their heads <laughs> from in suits. YouTube. When may I speak? Somehow <laughs> linking it to September 11. <clears throat> um, Diana was killed by... A goat with a machine that travels back in time. Consult my blog for all the details. (laughs) Where are you pushing me? We're finally going to have the results of that. Mm. Uh, Other news. Oh, what is going on with the song Up There, Kazali? There's some suggestion. This is obviously a big part of uh, Victorian football culture. Am Mm. I right? It doesn't go around the country, does it? I heard it in Sydney when I was a youngster. Yeah, yeah, okay. 
They're saying it's a bit old hat, mm-hmm. needs to be retired. I'm trying to get the rights for Up There Scorsese. Yeah. I'm going to do the film buffs version of that. <laughs> up There Shillelagh. <laughs> up There Halaley. Wow. This is right. good. Hey, go. That could make him more popular. Fair <laughs> Laley. Second run at it. See, if he had that. In there and offend. If that was coming out of the mosque every week, that'd win hearts. That'd build bridges. Alan Jones would be on board. Yeah. Up there, Laley. <laughs> we must get to work on that. Not bad. A new song. A new song, perhaps, uh, for the AFL. What have we got on the file? Yeah, they won't be wanting that. Well, okay, it's so time. Time for the segment? No, we weren't allowed there to do There was a guy asleep. <laughs> we can't uh, do funky it? junkies, oh. as funny as they might be. Yes, and they're all over the AFL as well. Yeah, <laughs> and of course the team in Burma are using that for funky junta. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very oh, big. Are there any other big stories that we should be getting to before we get back to the uh, many voices of Richard Marsland? Well, uh, there's a new one, a new story coming out about the Bible. Um, which is the Word of God. Yeah. Uh, this is being brought up to date with a new service in Britain, mm. and they're sending pieces of the Bible to people via text message. Oh, And okay. also you can yeah, get, yeah, like, yeah. Um, like sort of biblical wallpaper, right. uh, biblical ringtones and what have you. Ringtones? Yeah. Well, I, I, well, I don't I, remember many songs. I don't, uh, may, hallelujah? Something like that? Was my humps in Corinthians? <laughs> <laughs> That's the yeah. It's the crazy frog version. My humps? <laughs> it's in the old school testament. Uh, <laughs> Shane Warne's gotten involved as well, actually. Oh, He's teamed up with the Jehovah's Witnesses. First text is, uh, the front door's open beautiful. That's true. That's directly from England, so you got to just put that over there. Oh, I love that. Uh, we've got more to get to, but first, some music here. Get this. That'd be, uh, yeah, your simple minds. Don't you forget about me here at mm. Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. That's from The Breakfast Club, as we know, as has been canvassed many times on this many program. Many times. And the emails keep coming in about obscure old movies and TV shows. Oh, brilliant. It's like, you know, everyone else focusing on football. Mm. Where can we send in an email like, Ed Cavalier looks like Dick York from Bewitched? (laughs) Only this show, really. (laughs) We just mentioned We we were talking York earlier in the... uh, It was in the Beatles sketch. Wow, okay. Well, that's from... I'll... uh Who's that from? That's from Anonymous. Oh, no, Brendan Toll, actually. The anonymous Brendan Toll, B. Toll. <laughs> I'll accept that. I I, yeah. I think he's a handsome man. Uh, oh, thank ski you. jump nose. To Chris Hayworth of Camberwell in Victoria, who sent us his personal copy of Tales from the Riverbank starring Hammy Hamster. Oh, is that oh, right? Yeah. I haven't seen yeah. that. A talking hamster show that a lot of people remember from when they were kids. Not bad. Uh, here's someone. Oh, Marnie Minnelli wants Andrew Mikado to put out on DVD Home Sweet Home. Would anyone remember that? Now, was that about an Italian family? Yes, it was John Bluthal, I think. That's right. I remember. I I used to watch a lot of that. Channel 10 used to run them early in the morning. Yeah. So you would have Blankety Blanks, Home Sweet Home was in there, maybe even Brass Monkeys. Or maybe even uh, Celebrity Tattletales with Ugly Dave Gray. Possibly. What's that, Tom? What was Celebrity Tattletales? (laughs) I don't know. I just remember a dazzling bank of shag pile. I think (laughs) the set, the walls, Ugly Dave himself was entirely made of shag pile. Amazing. (laughs) But uh, Home Sweet Home, all I can remember about it is that brown wallpaper. Yeah. It just sticks in your head. 30 years off. <laughs> what was However st- long ago it was. What was the storyline? Well, oh, it was, I think basically an new Italian. Yeah, new Australian. Yeah. Uh, fish in out, of, or, fish oh, out of water. Oh, not fitting in. They're a weird mob. Oh, they are. Kind yeah. of arrangement. Yeah, yeah. Here's someone who's... Still going on. Don't let Kevin Andrews see them. <laughs> Get him out of here. Kevin Andrews... He's a... Uh, Tape of Acropolis. Now he wanted them all out. He wants all those guys out of here. Do you find with Kevin Andrews, your first thought is it's a wig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, then you get past that. And it's not? No. Is he dyeing it? No, I think it's tar. I think he's using asphalt. It's got that Ray Martin feel about it. Yeah, it does. Uh, what about this? I saw someone crack it with a uh, little... Oh, well, I saw him getting a haircut and they were chiseling it out like oh, it was yeah. a sculpture. Well, Bob Hawke's hair was like, it was like it was a wedding cake. <laughs> you could just shatter it with a... A small hammer. <laughs> He's in the right spot. <laughs> uh, well, we've got on to politics, sure. 1980s politics, but here we are. Tony Abbott is getting around the schools frightening children at the moment. I saw some uh, footage of him uh, reading a book to a kitty. It's a weird election. It hasn't been announced yet. They're, they're getting out there early. Okay. And Tony Abbott was, this was on the Channel 9 News, he was talking to a kitty about a Harry Potter book. Oh, yeah. Not sure if you can make out what he's saying. Just play the clip. That wasn't the one where Dumbledore died, was it? <laughs> you hear that? He's going, that wasn't the one where Dumbledore died, was it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm 
frightened. Can I have my tennis ball back, Mr. Abbott? <laughs> he went on to say the reason Dumbledore died was, of course, uh, the health policies of the state governments in this country. Absolutely right. Labor. And a lot more Harry Potter characters will die if Kevin Rudd is my prime minister. Couldn't get a bed. That's what he went on to say. Um, um, Tony, could you just stop mentioning stuff dying to the kids? <laughs> Just just for a second. Just for one second. Less with the death. Can you stop carrying the scythe and wearing the black <laughs> cape? It's really starting to freak him out. The Prime Minister, he still won't announce this date, but he's got a lot to say, hasn't he? Does. He? Yes, he's out on the campaign trail. Hmm. Well, at the unofficial campaign trail. Sure, okay. sure. And there's so many things you have to remember when you're out meeting and greeting everyone, and that is how to deal with hecklers. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And this is a great example as well for young performers, people looking to get into the industry, mm-hmm. how to deal with hecklers. Some prize stuff here from John Howard. We've still got to pay a lot of tax. How much are you earning? <laughs> I'm the same age as you, and uh, <laughs> and I have no intention of retiring. You've got a bit more here. <laughs> got a bit more here. Bring in the magic. Sorry, he's not mentioning death. Yeah, that's, that's better. <laughs> to a child. And as well, you know, when you're out on the campaign trail, you can... Meet old people that you haven't seen for a few years. Oh, yeah, A yeah. good chance to catch up with old friends. Yeah, sure. People that you've been, uh, you know, close with in the past. Yeah, mm-hmm. And just to, uh, you know, get get those bonds mm. back together again. Yeah. Uh, here's uh, John Howard meeting an old friend of his called John, and clearly they were close. So now, listen in this grab. John Howard is the first one speaking, me- meeting another guy called John. John, how are you? <laughs> Good heavens above. How long have you been here? 30 years. <laughs> John, how are you? How long have you been here? 30 years. So clearly, they're close. <laughs> but he greeted him like an old friend. G'day, how are you going? How long have you been here? 30 years. Has he cracked out at you? Play that laugh. People love that giant laugh yeah. at John Howard. I just find myself doing it now, constantly. <laughs> you try one of those? <laughs> Can we have that queued up? I get the feeling we're going to be needing that a lot today mm. on Get This. Ah, yes, that's the plain white tease. Mm. Hey there, Delilah, around the nation on Triple M. Program is Get This, brought to you by the Nissan Navara. I'm oh, sure people yeah. have heard by now 4x4 Magazine's Ute of the Year. Oh. Listen to this. Listen to this. The Navara provides a welcome dose of good value power and interior presentation and versatility in a one-ton dual cab built to tackle commercial jobs equally as well as recreational ventures. Now, to me, that's a lot to fit on a sign. Yeah. I think they could probably shorten that. I think they probably have that business about tackling the workday. That'll probably, yeah, I probably should right, add that so written down. It's good, though. Yeah, it sure is. A welcome dose. Welcome yes. dose. Giving you a welcome dose. Uh, that's the Nissan Navara and... Oh, do they want to be associated with this segment, though? Sex. Sex. Uh-oh. Are we allowed to talk about sex still, now that we're on in the mid-afternoons? People still on for a bit of... I mean, we might have to wait until, uh, what's yeah. the hour after five o'clock? Four. Um, Some. PM. <laughs> I've got the Zoo magazine out. No sex in there. Yeah, oh, God. Okay. Have you still got that drum queued up? The sort of... I want that Borscht Belt feeling in the studio today, if you could, yeah, yeah. Mr. Mars. And these are some sex facts from the pub ammo page. Oh, these always like these always freak me out. Yeah, do they? It's just like always, men in Argentina have three million sexual partners a year. Oh, you mean like this one? Pakistani web users type the word sex into internet search engines more than any other nation. Really? Mmm, mmm. Yeah, you can't think of anything to say without banging on that voice, can you? No, I can't, actually. I <laughs> Get like... that turban off! <laughs> it's not I breakfast. I feel a gotcha call going on. <laughs> okay. The current world record for the most female orgasms... Can I Can I guess? Have a crack. Yeah. It, what, it, uh, in, the, in, in a lifetime? In, no. Do you, do you how how would that be verified? <laughs> uh, uh, it's in an hour. Okay. Uh, uh, well, seven? No. A million? Is that your record? Nah, man, I'm like two bill something. Yeah, well, the, no, you're not because the record is 134. How did you achieve that, Richard? Okay. <laughs> can I read you a dude? Sure, um, I can read out any of these. The largest you know what. How did they know she wasn't faking? <laughs> well, 132 of them were verified oh, real. Okay, fair enough. Richard's still providing stats on the remaining two. <laughs> he can tell. The largest you-know-what recorded for scientific purposes was just under 14 inches. There you go. Just put that on the record. Wow. But that's for scientific purposes. I know. What about for recreational? Fun lab. (laughs) 
I don't know. Uh, I have been saying this since we started this. It's, pro- it's an amazing bar graph. Yeah. The human bar graph. As we right. all go over to metric, you know, people don't like it when, you know, you hear miles anymore. Oh, it doesn't, say, I don't understand what that is. Say kilometres. Yeah, please. You know, I notice that still stays in inches, whereas you'd think if they converted to metric, it'd be much more flattering. The oh, figure would, would be higher. I can't. It does mystify right. me. Yeah, yeah. That we stick with inches in that area. Really, Tone. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I can read... What's re- the conversion? Inches to centimetres? I don't know. See? Oh, Richard, what? can you get onto that this evening, please? One inch is two and a half centimetres. Mm. Is it? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Warwick Capper, if you'd like to call <laughs> us in with the amended stats, we'd be happy to hear from you. Kevlar, post-it notes, super glue, cellophane and photographs... Oh. Can I guess? What do they all have in common? Were they all invented by accident? All invented due to laboratory blunders. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because I invented uh, burning a table at my school down with a <laughs> laboratory accident, and that hasn't caught on. Well, obviously, um, maybe that's the solution to all of our problems, more laboratory accidents. Well, imagine you don't want the accident when you're measuring the, no. yes. the stuff. <laughs> you end up with Kevlar. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> all right, I can feel... Shouldn't measure with a knife. I've got, I'm an idiot. I'm getting that... Kids are coming out of school. Oh, sorry. Or possibly already on holiday feeling. Oh, dear. Um, uh, Bratz. Bratz is awesome. So is the Saddle Club. <laughs> man, those Bratz. Do they have stuff I want to buy? What about that Hillary Duff? Oh, man. If I don't go and see uh, Surf the Hedge yeah. ag- again, I'll freak out. Surf the Hedge with Hillary Duff? <laughs> no, it's a new film, Surf the Hedge. Oh, Surf's Up. Surf's Whoops. Up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're in touch with what the young people yeah, are into. Yeah. Here, get this. No, don't change anything. You wouldn't want to do that. That'd be uh, in excess here at Get This on Triple M, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Adelaide. If you're somewhere else, I don't know what you're listening to it on. Oh, maybe Osaka. I should always say hello to our Osaka listeners on the internet. Good morning. We're a breakfast show. Mm. Secret sound coming up in just a moment. Enjoy the... uh yeah. Breakfast? What do they have in Japan for breakfast these days, Rich? Um, You're looking at me. I've only seen Lost in Translation three times. Have you just? <laughs> trying to work out. You don't get past the opening shot. That's what I've heard. Oh, man. <laughs> this is a great opening shot. It is one of the best. Uh, what about the Get This podcast? 133 is up there. Oh, yeah. That's 133, not oh, yeah. to be confused with... One, two, three. 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 Yeah, that's right. That's an earlier one. Still up there, though. Oh, look, you can hear us making fools of ourselves. It was the day Maddie D wasn't here on the pots and pans and we had to make do with just one sound effect for the whole show. Mm -hmm. What was that sound effect, Rich? Can you remember? It was very poor. Oh, yeah. It was just that milkshake one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. uh... No matter what we did, it was... Yeah. Try doing a show like that. Mm, makes you thirsty. Uh, oh, Katie Diamond, uh, things you shouldn't laugh at. Britney's bodyguard, get this, predict sensible Monday stupid crime. Uh, the Shane Bourne ultimatum. It's all in it's there. It's all there. It's all there. Triplem.com.au. It's free. It's free. That's the thing. Yeah. If you don't know what podcasting is, it's not some sort of dangle to try and get your cash. Oh, there's no cash. No. <laughs> don't think so. No. no cash here. You might have to have a computer. You know, there's a bit of an investment up front, but mm-hmm. then mm. it's just free fun. It's amazing. And and uh, what else do we do on this fine show that's free to listen to? Well, Maddie D, what have you got for us? Up Talk Back Mountain. What versatile goats. I hope you're happy, Michael Bushpig <laughs> from Mount Cravat, Queensland, okay. who requested that effort. Beautifully done. Today. We're talking job interviews. Job interviews gone horribly wrong. So why are we doing that? Well, a news story from the Adelaide Advertiser says that most job seekers seekers are still quizzed about their personal life in interviews, Mm. and more than a third believe they've been discriminated against because of their answers. Oh, okay. So we're asking people today, what have you been asked in an interview to do or say? Yeah, okay. It's a touch out of the ordinary. Maybe you didn't feel too comfortable about it at the time. okay. Can't see how it, you know, related to the gig. (laughs) I had to, I went for a job as a as a storeman at a as a major department store, which my my duties tone were yeah. to unload unload things from trucks, yeah. carry them to places, mm-hmm. and get lost. You know, not stick around and talk to the girls on the counter. <laughs> yes, that was my gig. And I walked in, and a man in a in a bow tie and a little 
cap. I sat down. I said, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really keen. He said, <laughs> I was like you one uh, when I was young. Uh, tell me a gag. And the only gag I could think of was this incredibly racist gag that my friend Mark had told me on the bus on the way in. <laughs> so I told that. <laughs> Got the job. Got the gig. Got the gig. Fantastic. He loved me. Okay. Yeah. So racism does pay. It does. Is that the lesson of today's yeah, yeah, show? Yeah, if you dishing it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's odd behaviour during an interview. Mm. Um, it wasn't really an interview for the job for this show, was there, it? I don't know. No, it's such tone. No. It was a very disastrous test program, <laughs> yeah, God, which was so disastrous you erased it. Because <laughs> wouldn't that be great to play back oh, now? It would be good. It would be good. Maybe we should recreate it yeah, one day. That was clever. I did this thing where uh, I was directing this film and, you know, someone said to me, a proper film director, said, you shouldn't... Yeah, who's serious? <laughs> yeah. He's talking to the Y man. And he said, you know, you, you shouldn't really audition actors and, uh-huh. and, and put them through that horrible yeah, process no. of auditions unless you've done it yourself. Uh-huh. And I realised I've never... Audition for anything. I just never been to a Listerine audition. Friends just keep me in work. That's basically that's how that's I get how by. It works. So I thought, okay, I should do that. I should make myself go through that horrible business. It's terrible. So uh, MDA. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember MDA? Yeah, Borny, the one Borny got all the gongs for. That's right. Well, they asked me to go down and audition for a small part, and I didn't know what it was till I got there. Very fine actor, Teague Rook. Do you know him? No. He was in Cracker Jack, I think. He was playing opposite me, okay. and they went, okay, uh, we want you to go for this part. Here's the dialogue. Um, you're a pedophile. Uh, whenever you're ready. <laughs> Do you have a trench coat? And, and uh, the thing is you go, <laughs> well, it's just going to be me, isn't it? I mean, there's not a pedophile voice that I could put on. <laughs> I mean, put yourself in that situation. You're a pedophile. Go, action. Um, didn't no, get the part. Didn't it really? Didn't get the part, which I guess I should take as a compliment. I think so. But that was an odd yeah, one. Yeah, that's not the audition you want to walk in and everyone just puts their pens down and goes, we found him. Yeah. We got him. Now, He's I, our man. I feel like I want to name who got the part now, but I feel like I shouldn't. That no, would don't be unfair. Do it, don't do it. Don't While do someone it. who's been on this show, though. I should put oh, that really? Yeah, no, no. Let's not go down that Great path. Point. And uh, I, I don't think they liked it because MDA, if you remember, it was lawyers and doctors combined. Yeah, amazing. MDA, fairly dull title. Mm-hmm. I don't think they liked it that I kept suggesting it should be retitled Diagnosis Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have been a better name. Yeah. Diagnosis Guilty. Diagnosis lawyers Colon. and doctor. Or Colon. Mm. And diagnosis Colon. Yeah, it breaks the flow of the colon. Yeah, it does. Jesus, yeah, Rich. Like well, it's worked for CSI. Stop trying to crowbar colon. <laughs> Whatever those things You're are. You're obsessed with colons, yeah. Richard Martin. It's often been said. Uh, have you been in an odd job interview? Well, now and again, they like to throw you the curveball. Mm. Uh, the curveball question to see how you go under pressure. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. A bit yeah. Of that, isn't that? And yeah. also to see what kind of a character you are. So they'll yeah. ask you, you walk into a room and they'll say, There's a flood. Yeah, there's a flood. <laughs> <laughs> it's space jump time. <laughs> uh, they'll say, How many dollar coins do you reckon we can fit in this room? That one. Have you ever heard that yeah. one? That's yeah. just frustrating. I find when you're waiting to go into the job interview and someone goes, okay, your world awaits. <laughs> That's when you know it's going to be a Something's tough one. Up. Oh, What's no, this? Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> but I had an audition. This is uh, audition interviews, the same sort of yeah, yeah. Uh, year eight. And they said, can you pretend to be a tree? And I believe the tape might be floating around somewhere. Oh, no way. Because I ran into the person who taped it about three years ago and I was a tree, but I thought, I'm going to have a message here. It's going to be environmental-like. Yeah, yeah. So the tree was chopped down by a logger. Oh, <laughs> you've never walked properly since. <laughs> We've got to see that performance. That was my audition. Brilliant. Can we get a tape of that? Well, I don't. I certainly don't have it. How deciduous does it get? Oh, it gets deciduous as. <laughs> a sapping performance. <laughs> All right, call us up. Stop us now before we speak again. Tell us about your unusual job interview. One triple three five three. That'd be uh, yes, we know Eskimo Joe. Don't say that joke again. I've been told. Uh, Black fingernails, red wine. Here, get this around the nation on Triple M. Who's had an unusual job interview? Ed Cavalli. G'day, Mick. Oh, how you going, guys? Excellent, mate. What happened? Uh, yeah, interview a few years ago. Transport company. Yeah. Got yeah. to uh, on the subject of how truck drivers like to tell jokes and that all the time. <laughs> So I gave him my um, best joke about Kiwis. Yes. Mm. <laughs> but uh, he was a Kiwi. Well, I, thought, I thought he might be, Mick. Uh, yeah, I thought so. You didn't spot the it? Do we want to hear it? Is it suitable for school children, do you think? Yeah, yeah, it's okay, one. let's hear it. I'm a New Zealander, so I might be offended. Go. All right. What did uh, Jesus say to the Kiwis before he left New Zealand? What did he say? Don't do anything till I get back. That's <laughs> okay. That's all right. That's okay. It's not really offensive. Did no. you get the job? No. So he was right. offended by that. <laughs> so right. Mm. But surely you would have spotted the accent. 
No, I didn't pick up on it though. I, I should have. My stepdad's a Kiwi, so I probably should have picked up on it. Yeah, there was no sheep noises, you know. Normally, no. You know, I just mentioned that I'm from New Zealand and from blocks away. Apparently, there's <laughs> a flock of sheep in the region. <laughs> Thank you, Mick. Okay. From Mick, we go to Mike. Mike, how are you? I'm pretty good. And yourself? Uh, good, thanks. What happened? Uh, I went along to an interview not knowing what the job was for. Mm. During the course of the interview, I figured out it was for some sort of hawker. Yeah. And then later on in the interview, I was just asked flat out if I was a communist. <laughs> <laughs> Name names. Now, hang on. Why would you go along for a job interview not knowing what it's going to be? Sounded like something to do. It's like a mystery tour. Uh, not it's bad. It's going to be anything. <laughs> Are you a communist? No. Are you willing to learn? <laughs> Do you know anyone who has been affiliated with the Communist Party? <laughs> and did you get the mystery job, sir? Uh, no, I did not. No. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't get a job as a hawker? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, we're just looking for someone a bit redder, obviously. Yeah, amazing, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to hawk Come things. Tall, tall. Turned you down. All right. Uh, nice talking to you. We will have a... Commie. We'll get a communist hawker up by the end of the show, I'm sure. We'll have one up and running. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, g'day, Patrick. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. How's things? Excellent. Uh, what happened? Um, well, I went for a job at... Remember the old Lone Star Steakhouse restaurant? Oh, yes, yeah, yes. the boot scooting ones? Yeah, they're no um, food star. I think food star had it over Lone Star. Right. But well, they did, but they had boot scooting, which was pretty good. Oh, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I went for a job in the bar, and I used to be in the Army Reserve, and the guy turned around and said, oh, look, have you ever seen anyone shot? Oh. And I actually had. Oh. Right, right. And I turned around and said, yep, um, unfortunately I had, and you know, it wasn't very pleasant. And he started turning around to me and go, did you see the blood? What did it feel like? Was Did it go everywhere? Did it get on your face? Yeah. And started getting all excited. And it was a bit right. strange. And you're probably thinking, is someone going to be shot over by the salad bar? Is that why they well, have the sneeze thought, guard up there? I thought, well, it, it was over in Dandenong, so I thought, well, how dangerous is this store going to get? Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, <laughs> okay. I, I know people want cheesy bread, but how far are they willing to go? <laughs> uh, that's amazing, Patrick. Oh, I couldn't believe it. But in the end, I actually got off of the job, so... Oh, there you go. So. All right. But I, I turned it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wearing your Kevlar to work every day. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> All you can shoot. Uh, lovely. All right, that's very odd. Let's see if... Can we go odder? Or no, we, we're late. Don't we've we? run out of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, because the listeners, in the next hour, you know what they're going to be doing to us. Remember when we played Name This Tune? Oh, yeah. Idea. Not Name That Tune. No, 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 Name This Tune. Name This Tune with the assistance of Dave Graney. Get this. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrific. <laughs> I don't know who said that, but we'll now track them down and get them. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Do what I want because I can, if I don't because I want to. Tripling your jazz flutes. Be ignored by the step and the board because I'm gonna. It's the second hour of Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. And Dave Graney is back. Thanks for coming in, Dave. Thanks for inviting me, Tony. The last time you were here, we mm. played Name This Tune. Not Name That Tune. I was very, uh, a bit rude and crude last time, but I'm taking notice that there are children listening yeah, now. Yeah, we don't mind a bit of rude and crude. Oh, good. But uh, we forgot that the kiddies, uh, you yeah. know, are out and about. Mm. If nobody hears anything at 11.30 in the morning, <laughs> you can say, it's hardcore filth for <laughs> a couple of months there. Nobody said mm. a thing. Yeah. But, okay, we're being responsible. Yeah, um, good. Yeah. Now, what is on the turntable at your place just at the moment? Uh, Jay-Z and Ooh. Missy Elliott. Oh, oh Get your freak on. Oh, that's the one, yeah. Mm. Wild. Ed, uh, round at your place? Russos. Demi uh, Russos. Demi yeah, Russos. Russos's greatest hits. Okay. Is anyone here listening to anything we might you play? You know how people always like people's first band more than their latest Yeah, yeah. He had an Italian prog group, a uh, Greek prog band called Aphrodite's Child. Is that right? Really? With Vangelis. With Vangelis? Ooh. And mm. any bazooki in that bad boy? They did. <laughs> they did a double album concept about the devil called 666. Uh -huh. Let's hear that now <laughs> on Triple M. <laughs> no, but we will be going right to the back of your record collection. No record too obscure in this hour. Demis was an early pioneer of the caftan as well. Yeah, I think he's wearing one mm -hmm. in the on the cover, yes. actually. I've never seen so much chest hair pop out the top of a caftan. <laughs> you can buy chest hair wigs. Really? You can't manufacture it yourself. If you're not astute mm. enough. Mm. That's right, we'll be giving those away. Mm. <laughs> Merkins for everybody in this hour of Get This. 
Oh, that's John Mellencamp. It's the second hour of Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Have we got any prizes in this hour, Rich? What can we offer the listeners? Lunch with Brian Burke oh. or dinner and a strip show with <laughs> Rupert Murdoch's King of Tableau. <laughs> Doesn't wow. sound like much oh. of a carrot, hmm. does it? Dave Graney. Oh. Here's Dave. It sounded quite good. Okay, well, we'll be adding to the prize pool <laughs> as the hour progresses. We were talking uh, Mellencamp off air, uh, <laughs> Dave. Yeah. And I was saying, oh, it's Cougar Mellencamp, and you <laughs> said no, that he's... It's interesting uh, uh, notion that he subtracted the cougar from yeah. his name, but you're saying perhaps he added the melon camp. Well, I think that the yeah. cougar was the most interesting thing about him. Maybe <laughs> add, add some more animals as well. John this, Cougar, ferret, the, mongoose, melon camp. I mean, that's the, a good. Since the successful advertising campaign featuring the of the brand of of booze or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. But if you ever thought oh, I could I could get something in between Dave and Grainy, mm. I could crack something in there. Yeah, perhaps that's a mistake I made. Really? Thank you. Dave Ice Cube <laughs> Grainy. That'd feeling, be nice. What about a professor? I've wasted my life. Here, Put a professor <laughs> on the front of your name, Dave, like Professor Long. What about Professor Dave Grainy? Something <laughs> like that. Or a wrestling name. Mm. Emeritus professor. Yes. Yeah, I think yes. uh, what I like is... They're putting me over the... Um, putting me up on the... Uh, what do you do with your program here? Put uh, it up on the blocks. Oh, up yeah. on the blocks, yeah. There's a lot of shows up on blocks. Tony, I didn't come in here. I didn't want to be put up on the blocks. <laughs> You put me up on the blocks. Watch yeah, out when you're on the blocks. You can feel get... very vulnerable. No, man. no, no, Thank you're you. in safe hands. Yeah. Thank you. We'll put you in the discovery tank later. I'm worried about Ed's uh, intake of food since the show shifted. You know, it was more of an elongated breakfast before. What would you call? The, no, I'd uh, call it second lunch now, Second Dave. lunch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you still keep on with the elongated breakfast? I do. Yeah. So it's just all day. I've invented another place to put <laughs> porridge. Uh, oh, because bedtime porridge. It's even for oh, people new to the other time than slot. your mouth. It's... <laughs> Ed's bedtime. I've had a second mouth cut. Uh, <laughs> it saves time. The bedtime porridge took off. I mean, I've always been taught you shouldn't eat just before bed. See, I've actually, I've actually changed that because I was getting a bit of a gut from the oh, bedtime really? porridge. Really? Oh, right. I was getting a touch cuddly. I was getting the Marsland overhang. Really? Uh, so what I've got. <laughs> so what I do now is I have a bowl of yogurt, Dave, oh, yes. with frozen fruit, frozen berries, if you yeah. will. Yeah. The yeah. trouble is that uh, eventually you went and saw uh, a doctor, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, what happened? Oh, well, I've got to go back for the cameras. Right. Oh, I've got to go yeah. back for Tony's cameras. Yeah, I've had all the cameras. My mm. body is like the Big Brother house. Absolutely right. There's a site online where you can vote <laughs> organs out of me. I've had every possible camera that can be stuck into you, but uh, the gastroscopy is the least invasive of the uh, cameras. What's the most? It doesn't go up the head of the penis, then. That's the That's one. my greatest fear. That. <laughs> That is the one you don't want, Dave. I read too many books involving arcane yeah. uh, cures for syphilis and gonorrhea. I yeah. haven't been to the doctor for so long. See, I think they might have moved on, Dave. Oh. I when you walk in, Thank it's not you. the first thing they do. The great, <laughs> the great I've thing. got a cold. Drop them. <laughs> this is going to hurt. Yes. Usually it's Trust hot, me. Hot, mer hot mercury with a needle through the eye of the penis. What's that yeah. solve? Okay. What would that solve? <laughs> it's known the as... The mercury kills you quicker. Yeah. But, oh, I see what you but mean. In the furthest parts away from where the problem is. <laughs> but the camera you're talking about, your uh, penis lives forever. It's the penile cystoscopy. That's the process. <laughs> yeah. oh, there it is. You know, and the doctor. You know what the doctor says? Mm. He goes, "We're going to have to insert a small telescope." And I'm going, "Telescope." <laughs> when you say small, yes. this was the uh, how many crew are we yeah, talking? Was this after the alien craft landed <laughs> and you were in the large uh, silver room? Telescope. I'm thinking of the one from the Ghost and Mrs. Muir. That usually, was enormous. I don't want that. Usually, the aliens put the telescopes up your ass. But yeah, that well, is yeah. their go. I know. Yeah, it's a lot because you imagine them flying here. It's, yeah. This is a very long trip. It's going to be worth it. <laughs> Wait till you see what we've got planned. But, Tony, they usually pick on uh, farmers and uh, farm labourers, <laughs> but um, they've picked an inner city yeah. um, no, look, I radio just, philosopher. It's great the aliens come all the way across the galaxy to join our booty bank. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> the aliens on their sophisticated graph. What are we doing this time? More ass work. Oh, yeah, okay. come on. <laughs> Can't we blow something up no. just for once? <laughs> all right, uh, one for the kids here mm, and yes. get this. Yes, that's Lincoln Park here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Where, I love that. Uh, do you? You love Lincoln Park? Do you Dave like sports medal, Dave Graney? Brilliant. I love it. Gee, right. such wide taste. We're going to get to play uh, Name This Tune very soon. Oh, but right. uh, earlier in the show, we were talking about the Beatles. Now, you're from South Australia. I am. You can't get the hell out of South Australia. Can't you? Mm. No. Does it follow you around, Dave? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Mount You're Gam- from a beautiful part of South Australia. Oh, yes. Mount Gambier, home oh, of the Blue Lake, big sky yeah. country. It is, Tony. Yes. Big sky country? Oh, it's just fantastic. Okay. What, the Gary Sweet series? <laughs> Very confusing. It's a beautiful country. Oh, it's uh, who is it? The sta- they're vying uh, for two statues, you yeah. and Robert Helpman. That's right, yeah. Okay. Sir Robert Helpman, Tony. Do you remember, uh, would you be old enough to remember the yes. Beatles coming to Adelaide? No, no. I was a little boy. Delightful years they were, Tony, sitting in the kitchen on the linoleum floor. Oh, yes, yeah. Pooing in my nappy. <laughs> okay. With surrounded by indentations of high heels. <laughs> On the floor. <laughs> Is that like your childhood here? Danger. Yeah. Yeah. Like his weekend. Strange <laughs> flooding warmth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the Mount Gambier Way. <laughs> With the Beatles on the radio. Okay. So There's now gonna... I can't stand to hear them. Yeah. I, you know. No, I know what you mean. A lot of people. Too much happiness. <laughs> there was just too much makes going. you go. Yeah. Oh, no, it does. <laughs> yeah. But Adelaide... I have some self-control in my adult <laughs> years. Thank Sorry, you. Dave. Mm. But isn't it interesting that Beatlemania was at its biggest in Adelaide? Of all the cities in the world... Massive. Do we have that clip from that documentary again? In case uh, you missed it earlier, check this out. Perhaps surprisingly, their visit to Australia brought with it the biggest crowds they had yet experienced. It's estimated that when they visited Adelaide, 300,000 people, more than half the population of the city, turned out to welcome them. One 13-year-old was so enthusiastic, she was found on the outside of the hotel, eight floors up, trying to climb the wall to reach their sleeping quarters. I'm Richard. <laughs> you Beatles have funny hair. Paul is so the cutest. Um, do you think Dick York or Dick Sargent is better at being Darren on Bewitched? I can't choose. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a tell-all documentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Richard, wouldn't you... Why do you talk like that? I don't know. It's so embarrassing. Eight floors up, though. You're going to get a good crack. (laughs) Richard's always taken one for the team. Here I know this. He has. Somebody Mm. has to. Mm. Uh, But that Beatles documentary is going around on the Biography Channel. Mm. And what's great is it's from that era where you could just, you know, turn up at someone's house and interview Mm. them. Oh, yeah. So there's like Ringo Starr's just coming out to get the paper in the morning and there's a whole lot of journos saying, oh, can we have a word? And he'll talk to them for 10 minutes. (laughs) Like celebrities didn't have minders and filters Mm. and publicists. Yeah. But what is great is over the sort of course of the mid-60s, you can just see the Beatles getting more and more off their nuts in the interview. <laughs> and it's just like in the space of a year and a half, it goes from the fresh face sort of gag merchants at the press <laughs> yeah. conference to uh, really dark circles under the eyes and we don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, those certainly were the days. So check that out. They went to Adelaide and uh, I, don't, I don't think they were actually going to play there. Right, and then right. someone hastily organised a gig in what is the Adelaide Showgrounds. There's a hall there that oh, yeah, you yeah, drive yeah. past on Goodwood Road. And, uh, yes, uh, people like Ernie Sigley and uh, <laughs> uh, Big Bob Francis are uh, all co- vying to be the fifth Beatle. All, oh, all right. over the world there were fifth Beatles. Now, Mar- Murray the K in America. Oh, yes, Murray the K. Mm. Now, what about you were saying the drummer on that wing mm. of the that part of the Beatles tour mm. wasn't Ringo no. who, it wasn't Pete Best or yes yeah you can see these photos of this is this funny lucky character called Jimmy Nichols who, who was uh, got got a lucky gig to yeah. just to appear and wave from balconies <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people I think he went on to, to drum for I think he went on to drum for Aqua mm. in the end which is nice <laughs> who's Aqua <laughs> that is Barbie like girl <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> there's our weakness for name this June mm. Uh, but no, they in the documentary he said that that small bit of being a beetle mm. ruined him for life oh. because he got a glimpse of a life he could never afford. It's like oh. what they do to uh, assassins, giving them a glimpse of heaven, isn't it? Mm. Is that how it works? Yeah, lots, of, <laughs> lots of virgins and stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They dangle those two as a mm. triple in <laughs> yeah. here, but no, nobody's seen any as yeah. yet. Uh, let's stop talking about oh. the Beatles. Oh, yes, please. That's not why we've got Dave in. No. We're going to let the listeners challenge us. Get out your vinyl records. Start rummaging about now. And uh, we won't give out the number yet. Don't go yet. Very soon. Name this tune on Get This. Ah, yes. New Order Blue Monday Mm. on Get This. Around the nation on Triple M. Dave Graney is here, a well-known South Australian. That's how we're positioning you today, Dave. I'm proud Victorian as well, Tony. (laughs) Okay. Many codes, many colours. I love the South Australian football back in the day. Oh, the big grand finals on this weekend. Oh, good. 
Really? That, I thought we finished with that, that. Is that North Adelaide? North Adelaide v Central Districts. Oh, right. How's Great. that going to turn out? I think Central Districts have in the bag. They've been doing well over the past few years. Yes. Elizabeth was a town, Tony, <laughs> yeah. populated almost entirely by English immigrants at that time that the Beatles appeared. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great mm. concentration of tea bags. I mean... Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, immigrants from the UK. <laughs> my uh, likely lads. My favourite kind of racism on the telly when you see it is when you see someone with an English accent mm. talking about Australia like this. Mm. Why are they coming out here? <laughs> they don't belong here with us. <laughs> don't you love a bit of that on the news? <laughs> uh, do, Tony. Yeah. Okay, we're here to talk seriously about music. Now, you're oh, doing good, something yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about it before, the yeah. Point Blank Show. Yeah. This is you and no electronic amplification. Nothing, Not even a microphone. You're preparing for the post-technology era. Yes, I am, I am assuming that the world is going to end. Yeah, good idea. it'll be like Planet of the Apes. Yeah. When times are tough, what do people turn towards, Tony? Entertainers, of course. Yes. All the uh, real estate developers out there, the insurance salesmen will be dying for a laugh. Yeah, so you're going to be there. When the shithouse goes up in flames. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing a show at the Butterfly Club in South Melbourne. Yes. And it's uh, no amplification, 50 people in the room, and I tell a heroic story of my journey across a square metre of stage. Wow. The many battles I fight, the wow. blood and guts, the thunder, mm. the railing against fate and fortune, the and power. Tales from the front line of the music That's caper. Right, Is that yes. what we're talking about? Yes. Very interior and abstract. We, we hopefully take it to Sydney in December. We might do it at a warehouse up there and, in, and to Newcastle. And what about our Brisbane listeners? Can they have a bite of this ash? I don't know. Uh, Brisbane is uh, demolished every five years and then new buildings put up so it's hard to find Victorian-era dwellings put into a... In case something's small enough. cute little theatre, yes. All Perhaps right. uh, a card, if there's a cardboard box city up in uh, Brisbane... I think the nude car wash is empty at the moment. That'd be about rightly sized for that. <laughs> Okay, we'll get oh. on to that. We'll find you a venue in Brisbane, though. In tough times, do not people want nude car washes? Absolutely oh. right. Even though their cars can't go anymore. They don't care. They push them in there. Yeah. (laughs) All right. That's some uh, serious music. But uh, here we like to play Name This Tune, not where we play the tunes and you guess them, listeners, where you play them to us down the phone from your place and we attempt to identify them. Just to warm you up, Dave, Mm. Mr. Marsland has queued up a few tunes. I don't know whether you would be able to spot any of these because yeah. I think they're mostly from the Triple M computer. Yeah, well, no worries. Um, these, are, these are totally random too. Yeah, right? no worries. Okay, they're totally random choices from the computer. Selection number one. Oh, oh it's a heart yeah. barracuda. Oh, very good, very good. Yeah. Terrible faint flanged <laughs> guitar. Terrible. Cute sisters <laughs> from Canada. Yeah, well got a point for that one. Yeah. Selection two, Richard. Sex Pistols, Panic in the UK. Is that what that is? Is that yeah. in the computer at Triple M? That is here. Yeah. Wow, that's great. when does that Steve come Steve Jones block chords, Paul Cook on the drums. Oh, yes. Wow. Steve Jones on bass. Maybe yeah. the spoon man gets to bust that one out at night time. Selection three, please, Richard. Oh, I, I know this one. Oh, that's a delight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's a baseline sampled from Herbie Hancock's yeah. contribution to uh, the uh, movie about the photographer with David Hemmings. Oh, blow up. Blow up. Blow up. Oh, yes. yes. Okay, so cool. Cool. okay, this okay. is good. We've really got a stump. <laughs> what have you got there, Richard? Um. It's oh, Lincoln Park or something, isn't it? Or Aqua. Who? No, this is our own Ed Cavalli up at the snow. Actually, on karaoke. I was in a shop the other day and they played that song that you do a mockumentary of. The, Your body is a wonder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was in the supermarket and I said to a little girl with braces, Oh, that, that's Ed Cavalli making fun of that. She goes, and she goes <laughs> Oh, wow. Did she know who, who we were? I'm afraid not. Yeah, yeah we, uh, perhaps yeah. she's listening in the new time. Testing slot, well. Though. Okay. <laughs> we have that. Mm. Ed loves to hear when the ladies are interested. No, Richard, I heard that. We don't need to hear that. 
All right. Oh. We're not going to play it. What have you got there? What come on, it? just push the button. Oh, come on. It's the one that you were just... Your body is... Oh, yeah, there, there it is. It's good, yeah. For people and new. And who is the original... Uh, Your body Ron? is... Does it matter? <laughs> really? He yeah, knows you, about... You have, uh, it's John Mayer. Oh, right. Your body is a wonderland. You just want to play the whole and thing. does that work with the dames? No, no. I've, I've only got one pick-up line, Dave. Right, yeah. Uh, you're, so you're a girl at a bar. Yeah, yeah. Please. Yeah. Here it comes. Hello. You've got to respond, Dave. Oh, hello, yeah. I've got Foxtel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does, that work? does that work? No, there's more. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I've Do you, really? Most of the channels. Ah. Uh, the fashion channel? Yeah. Oh. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> it now, goes on forever. Here's yeah. how it really plays. Richard, oh. uh, you're the girl. I'm here, Cavalier. Okay, mm. you ready? Hi. Hi, how you doing? I'm up the back one, thank God. <laughs> it's kind of impressive, I guess. <laughs> Oh, Can dear. I see that on Foxtel? <laughs> what a pity you don't have it. All right, here's Richard when he meets a girl oh, in a bar. God. Have a drink. This tastes funny. Have you put something in this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, call us up. We're just giving you a chance to queue up anything you've got at your house. Try and queue it up at the chorus. Yep. Yeah. At the uh, there is a prize. If if we if you stump Dave, mm. yeah. then you win a legal download or barjas. Yeah, oh. wow, top oh, shelf here. Call us bad. now. One triple three five three. Get this. Terrible, disgusting. This. I got to get the sex. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Let's get this on Triple M around the nation. Dave Graney is on the bench today and we have listeners with queued up records at home. Tony, you were just rushing back into the studio. Have you ever been locked out by your co-workers in a revolution-style situation? (laughs) Could happen. I know uh, there was an announcer who was locked out of the studio on a weekend uh, years ago at Triple M. And uh, I don't want to suggest that he might have been off his nut. This was in Mm. the 1980s. He broke the door down and discovered he wasn't in Triple M. He was in the building next door. (laughs) (laughs) Hello to that bloke. You know who you Uh, are. Yes. Uh, All right. Uh, Who's on the line, Ed? G'day, Rob. Uh, Yeah, hi. Uh, Go, all right, mate. Play the tune. All right, here we go. (laughs) Crikey. That's how I should... When I was 17, it was a very good year. Is that Jimmy Durante? It was a very good year or something. It was a very good year. Rob, are you there? Yeah. What, what did you think it was, Dave? Jimmy Durante. No, no, um, nowhere near it. Is that William Shatner? It is. Oh, oh. William Shatner doing the uh, Frank Sinatra standard. It, yeah, it was a very good year slash Hamlet. Well, you are, you're, you're a winner, Rob. Yeah, uh, a bar just a, a, a illegal download coming your way. Well played. Um, all right. Illegal download. Thank you. Sorted. No worries, brother. Mm, Going job. for $64 on eBay at the moment, that yeah, album. I hate that. I hate that. No. All right. Good job, Rob. Hello, Michael. Uh, there you go. Excellent. Lay out the challenge. You ready? Here we go. Uh, Peter Gabriel or something. Is yeah. that enough? Huh? Yeah. Peter Gabriel, is it? Yeah. Oh, what's he doing? Uh, slave to my knob or? <laughs> <laughs> That's the B-side, oh. I think. <laughs> okay, the artist Peter Gabriel. Oh. Um, don't know what the song was, so I Slap guess. Slap the monkey. That's the one. <laughs> Shock the monkey. No. What was the tune called? Pull it to years off. Digging in the dirt. Oh. Digging, Digging in, in the, the dirt. dirt. Yeah. I think I've even heard that one on the mm. M's. All right. Give that man a prize. All right, Michael. Your prize coming your way, my friend. It's not friends. a competition. I oh. want you people to know it's not a competition. No. no. no, no I'm no, not no. trying well. to be right. No, it's no. a gift. It's a yeah. gift for playing. That's what it's it is. It's a space, exactly. Ed, where I'm allowing other people to contribute. Okay. Contribute. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who's as long as everyone's clear. Yes. Who's contributing next? Well, so, so don't feel... Like, okay. you're, you're one up on me if I'm <laughs> allowing you to be right. We don't want to sort this out in the car yeah. park later. No. We don't want it to turn ugly. Fair enough. G'day, yeah. Silo. How are you? We are bigger than Yeah, that. not bad, guys. How are the ducks today? Uh, ducks are all right. Okay, good yeah. to hear. Yeah. All right, uh, lay out the challenge, <laughs> my friend. That's great. Uh, all right, I'm even going to give you a hint. You said you were listening to some Jay-Z and Missy Elliott. Yeah, Elliot. Yeah, yeah. We'll hear something in a similar theme a bit older. Let's okay. hear it. Go ahead. <laughs> Has it started? But that's it. Yeah. That's not Silo. Okay. Oh. Step up to get Would you like to guess? 
Dave, uh, what that was? I think that would be uh, the rapping Jew with Sue the Bastards. <laughs> is it the rapping Jew? <laughs> it's not. Who, who is it, Silo? Gangster. Oh, oh Gangster. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I was going to suggest yeah. rapping Rodney. I don't know if you've uh, no. seen that 12-inch lately. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, what prize would you like, sir? Uh, I'll go to the Barjars, thanks. The oh, Barjars right. DVD. That's a very funny DVD. On uh, DVD. There's so many fart jokes in that, Tony. There are, but high quality Looking top back, shelf. are you happy with that? Uh, so celebrating? Yeah, the, some uh, of them, I'd, I'd like to remaster it and make yeah. some of the, you know, some of the farts are sadly in mono, Dave, oh, and that right. still hurts to this day. Uh, 5.1 surround, you could really go to town, can you? THX, mm. the mm. audience is listening with a peg on its nose. <laughs> uh, we've got to play a song now, Stay on the Line. We're going to be challenging Dave again in just a few moments. Triple M's get this. <laughs> That's Ben Lee. We all know that one. Love me like the world is ending. Dave Graney is here, seeking to be stumped by listeners who have their own radio stations at home, their own full day of scheduling. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Who's got something queued up for us? Who uh, was that, Ben Lee? Was it? Yeah, yeah that was Ben Lee. Mm. So you should know that one. He's a bit of an innovator in as a public persona, don't you think? Yes, he's he's nice now. I think that's his thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 But his um, his warmth towards himself is. Um, palpable, rich, palpable. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Usually, performers like we're doing with the listeners, letting them come in. To yeah, the space. that's right. Yeah, let, 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 we are appearing <coughs> vulnerable. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. So some areas unfilled. Please come in. Welcome strangers. Mm-hmm. So you're saying Ben Lee? There's no room for anyone else. Super saturated. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with his benitude. <laughs> It seems to me, as a uh, as an observer, yeah. okay, right, fair right. he's not leaving uh, crumple zones. I'm not. I'm not saying it in a negative. No, not way. at all. Just, right. it's just making observation, note. and uh, it seems to be a winning. Uh, oh, it's working for it. Does work. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Does work. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm just worried about our civilization in some ways. I guess <laughs> you know. Drawing a long bow, but... Yeah. Well, maybe you've just got to start pushing people away. That's, yes. That's the way you've got to go. And I didn't think Ben Lee was going to end the world, but now you've got perhaps, me convinced. Perhaps he's playing a long game where in the future he'll go into a bit of a sulk. Oh, that might be it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like yep. to descend into Morrissey territory. Yeah. <laughs> then, wow. uh, and then rise... Again. Dean Guy style. Yes. I like it. Yes. <laughs> okay, we're learning so much today. Mm. Who's on the line to stump us, Ed? G'day, John. Uh, g'day there, guys. Sorry to keep you waiting. Uh, John, welcome aboard. Lay out the challenge. Here we go. Name. Oh, oh what was that? Had that started? I thought it was a broken CD. <laughs> oh, Is yeah. that Bow Wow Wow with... Uh, no, I'll give you a bit more. Oh, yeah, there's, okay, please, here we yeah. go. That's uh, Spandau Ballet. Uh, oh, hang on. The Cramps. Uh-huh. Uh, kiss my ass. <laughs> no, you're going to have to put us out of our misery, wasn't you? <laughs> That's old man Emu. Here we go. John Williamson. Can you get it now? No, well, no, no it just sounds not. like you're hitting some pots and pans. <laughs> uh-huh. What is it, sir? What is it, John? It's the Moodist live in London, 1984. (laughs) It's Dave Grady himself. (laughs) His old band, uh, the Moodist, live in London. You couldn't recognise your own work there, Dave. It, it's it's that's a lie. Well, it was speeded up two oh. times. Oh, oh, you speeded it up, rotten <laughs> John. You sneaky John. <laughs> it was your own work speeded up, oh, so that we yes. could uh, end on time for I'm once sure on the I'm show. Comfortable with this, letting other people. Oh, really? <laughs> this is what yes. happens. Suddenly, Ben Lee is right. Ben Lee is right. <laughs> yes, it's, you must. Run in and take over the whole. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yes. I don't think we can top that one. Thank and you, John. Mr. Marsden. Very funny. Telling me <laughs> that we're out of time. Give that man a prize, whatever he wants. Back to wind things up in a moment on Get This. Oh, time for us to sign off here at Get This. Thank you, Dave Graney, for sitting in for the entire Thank hour. Thank you, Tony. I'm at the Butterfly Club from tonight until Sunday. That is in Melbourne, and Point Blank is the show, a great show. It could be coming to your town if it hasn't already, and oh, we are running so late today. Thanks to all the listeners who contributed, played Name This Tune with us. Don't forget, Podcast 133 is up on the griddle now. Is there even time for a key phrase today, Rich? Oh, yeah, no, we've got about uh, 10 seconds. Yeah, maybe the key phrase should be, finally, your definitive George Harrison. Let's hear it. Um, okay, um... My George Harrison. Yeah, that's great. I'm George Harrison. I'm George effing Harrison. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say I told you.
Kenny. Thumbs down from our pregnant producer who tells me that Andy Griffiths is here tomorrow. The man whose bum has several times gone psycho. I think you'll find it's all thanks to the Nissan Navara huge pulling power and a China hutch. Now it's all out in you Time for a key phrase today, Rich. Oh, yeah, no, we've got about uh, 10 seconds. Yeah, maybe the key phrase should be finally your definitive George Harrison. Let's hear it. Um, okay. Um, my George Harrison. Yeah, that's great. I'm George Harrison. I'm George effing Harrison. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs down from our pregnant producer who tells me that Andy Griffiths is here tomorrow. The man whose bum has several times gone psycho. I think you'll find it's all thanks to the Nissan Navara huge pulling power and a China hutch. Now it's all out in you.